0: And the goal is to actually create that sense of safety within ourselves, to feel solid and good within ourselves, regardless of what's happening around us. Because when we get to that place, we're unstoppable. We're free from all of it. We're free from carrying the burden, from feeling so worried, from feeling so bogged down, from feeling so anxious. Welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm your host, Alyssa Boyer, and so happy to be here with you, recording another episode. Got some really good stuff to talk about with you this week, and I have a feeling you all are going to really resonate with this episode because what I'm going to be talking about is something I just hear so often from the highly sensitive community. Before I get into this episode, I want to share about something that I'm super excited about, which is like literally completely related to what we'll be talking about in the episode. So I am launching a brand new two-week experience for highly sensitive people. It begins on October 1st, and it's called The Free Experience. So what this two-week experience is, is it's for highly sensitive people who really want to be free from the confines of people-pleasing, over-responsibility, and constantly worrying about everyone else. Doesn't that feel good to just like drop the heaviness of this? Stop carrying so much. Stop carrying that which is not yours to carry. This is something that is so prevalent in the HSP community. I can't tell you how many highly sensitive souls that I have spoken to who are like feeling so responsible for everyone else's mood, their happiness, their well-being, their energy. I talk to so many HSPs who are living in fear of other people's judgment. They feel like they're walking on eggshells and they're exhausted. They are constantly so externally focused That they feel like they're living for everyone else. They feel drained. They feel exhausted. And it literally hurts my heart because I've been there. And so the free experience is a two week experience where you will receive an email from me every single day with an actionable tool. So it'll be a training a practice, maybe like a, um, well, I know what all of it is because I have it all mapped out, (laughs) Um, an EFT tapping practice to help you release stuck emotions. I'm also going to be giving you meditations. It's going to be one bite-sized actionable tool tip training every single day for two weeks that'll help you go from feeling burdened and heavy and exhausted and move into feeling free to not worrying so much about what everyone else is thinking, to just feel free to be yourself, right? Like I'm so excited for this. So if you want more information and you'd like to join us, you can just hit the link in the show notes. You'll get all of the details there. Like I said, it begins October 1st. Um, You you can also go to sensitiveandsoulful.com forward slash the free HSP. Again, that's sensitiveandsoulful.com forward slash the free HSP to learn more and sign up for this challenge, for this experience. I'm so excited. Okay, let's get into the episode. So honestly, what prompted both the free experience and also this podcast episode was questions that I received from the clients inside of my sensitive and soulful self-worth program. So I, I was answering questions for them last month and I really noticed this theme that was so prevalent that was coming up over and over and over again. And really what I the theme that I noticed was such a an external focus, so much concern about other people potentially judging them, um, criticizing them, having certain opinions about them. There was so much fear. There was so much of this feeling of hypervigilance and feeling constantly on edge and, and worrying if they're saying or doing the wrong thing. And I felt this in my bones. I felt this in my bones because I've been there. I've had this experience. This has been my story, and it's something that I've had to work really hard on to, to move through to heal. So something I've really recognized over the years in my work with highly sensitive people is there's often this feeling of hypervigilance. So what I when I say that I mean like you constantly feel on edge, like you're walking on eggshells, you're always like scanning the room, um noticing other people's moods, emotions, um really trying to like get ahead of it, get ahead of any potential disruption, any potential conflict because it's scary to have conflict. It's scary for someone to be upset with us. And this is a trauma response because, and this can happen for a variety of reasons, but you know, maybe you had a caregiver who was emotionally unpredictable, physically just unpredictable, and so you felt like you were always on edge scanning the room and trying to avoid an outburst from them. This can happen very easily for highly sensitive people because we are so sensitive. We can be extra sensitive to any type of big reaction. And so even if you look back and you're like, I don't know, I didn't have like a traumatic childhood, we can still be really internalizing all of this and taking it in a deep way because we are so sensitive. So as a result, as adults, many of us have this feeling of hypervigilance where We're on edge, we're anxious, we're trying to say the right things, we're trying not to upset others. And what this ends up doing to us is it causes us to be people pleasers, it causes us to not actually share the way that we feel and not, you know, express ourselves, not get share our needs, because we are afraid of the other person's reaction. We're afraid of potential conflict, we're afraid of disapproval, judgment, all of the things. And so it makes us feel edgy. It makes us feel constantly anxious. This is something that I personally struggled with in my own life, especially when I first met my husband. So let me tell you a little story and maybe you'll be able to relate to this. So when I first met my husband, I was like a year or two out of a pretty toxic relationship. And that was my college relationship. So my college relationship was toxic. I was with a guy who just was not nice to me. He was unfaithful. He was just, he would say mean things. And I felt like I was always like having to look over my back and like, either I was on edge because I thought somebody was going to tell me some bad news about something he had done, or I thought that I was going to do something that bothered him. And then he would say something really mean and hurtful to me. And sometimes he would even be hurtful and cruel in front of other people, which was just like, very demeaning. So I that was my last relationship and then I met my husband who is this incredible guy and I I kept feeling like, oh my gosh, this is too good to be true. How can someone like him be interested in me? Which, by the way, I had total low self-worth. I didn't I didn't see my own value at that time. And so I felt like I didn't deserve him. And so as a result of this, I was very anxious in our relationship in the early days. I mean, I was constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was always trying to be perfect because I thought, oh my gosh, if I slip up, if I i am too emotional. If I show my true self, he's going to see that he'd made a mistake and he's not going to want to be with me. I was always just like trying to search for something wrong. Literally, I would try to search. I would be like, okay, maybe, you know, is he actually faithful? Is he actually who he says he is? Which by the way, yes, like he he just is a great guy. But in those early days, I was just so on edge and so hypervigilant and so anxious because I Didn't want to get hurt, right? Like I was looking over my shoulder trying to protect myself. However, what this did in those early days was it eventually wore on us. It eventually was frustrating for him because he was like, why are you always looking for something wrong? There's nothing wrong. Like, I love you. I'm here for you. I'm happy to be with you but I could not get comfortable within myself. I really struggled. And so this was honestly something like my relationship with him was so important to me. And I just was like, okay, if, if I let my past trauma and my insecurities mess this relationship up, which is clearly one of the best things that's ever happened to me, like I will be so sad if that happens. And so our relationship was something that really catapulted me into doing a lot of self-healing inner work to heal my self-worth and to become more comfortable with who I was because I recognized that I was causing rifts in our relationship as a result of carrying this baggage from past relationships. So I share this story because one, you might relate specifically in your own relationship, or you might be able to apply these feelings to other areas of your life where you're constantly feeling on edge and anxious and like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. This can even happen when like good things happen in your life. You know, like let's say you get a promotion or something just like exciting happens for you, or you just simply have a really good day. Like, do you let yourself soak that in? Or are you immediately like, oh my God, is something bad going to happen? Because if you go into that, oh my God, is something bad going to happen? That is showing me like, hey, there's hypervigilance here. We, we aren't, We don't feel safe to feel joy. And it's really interesting. I believe it was Brene Brown who said that joy can often be the most vulnerable feeling. Because when we feel joy, when we let ourselves do that and just like feel that, it's vulnerable because that can be taken from us. We can lose that. And so we often will then... So suppress our own happiness. We'll self-sabotage. We'll we'll get into a fight with our partner. We'll create some drama. We'll honestly like upper limit ourselves. If you're familiar with the book, The Big Leap, he talks about upper limiting ourselves, which is basically like only letting us ha- ourselves have a certain threshold of of joy and happiness. So we do this because in our bodies, it actually doesn't feel safe to feel good, which is wild. We're all saying, oh, I want to feel good. I want to feel good. But a lot of us are actually scared to feel that way. And so this is important. This is an important piece of the conversation. So if you're resonating with this and you're recognizing the ways where you do self-abandon, where you... um you do people please, where you do hold your tongue, where you bend over backwards just to feel accepted and liked by others because you're so scared of them potentially disliking you, there is work to do. And the work is on us. The work is actually on self-acceptance. Because when we accept ourselves, when we love ourselves as we are, and when we show ourselves that we can handle somebody misunderstanding us, when we show ourselves we can handle being happy, we can handle having good things happen to us that when we can expand our capacity for all of this, life gets better. But we have to understand our unique root cause issues. Why are we hypervigilant? What are we afraid of happening? What has happened in our past that is now informing the way that we live our lives as adults? This is an ongoing journey. It You know, it's not just like, okay, ask yourself one question and you figure it all out. It's a lifetime of work, and this is what I love supporting highly sensitive people with. But really, it's like just starting today if you're hearing this and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is really hitting home with you, like this is hitting home with me, then I would really encourage you to just do some reflecting, like, Okay, how did I feel when I was growing up? Like, did I feel safe to be myself? What happened when I spoke up? What happened when I shared my truth? What happened when I went all in on my, um, my my hobbies, my likes. Because another thing that can come up is that as HSPs, many of us felt very different growing up. And so an example I was thinking about the other day is like swim class. I remember as a kid, I was terrified of putting my head underwater. Like I just hated the sensation. It freaked me out. But I know that that made me more difficult, quote unquote, difficult as a child, because there are other kids who would have no problem. They put their goggles on, they jumped right in, whereas I was freaking out, nervous, anxious, didn't like any of it. And of course, that's upsetting to parents at times, you know, if they're like, come on, just go in, like, why can't you be like the other kids? And so these messages can then be ingrained as us in us as highly sensitive people, where we're really just filtering this message and hearing, you are wrong, you are broken, why are you this way? You're causing problems by being this way, which creates a lot of internal shame. And again, when we feel ashamed, when we feel like the way that we are is not okay, not acceptable, then we'll often hide these parts of ourselves, stuff them down, and try to do what we can to fit in, to be liked, to to appease others in order to feel safe. It's all coming back to feeling safe and doing what we can to feel safe. So I hope you're seeing how all of this connects. It's really like it's that self-acceptance piece at the core of it and really looking at all of the ways that this like spirals out into other areas of our lives and can cause us to people please to self-abandon, um, to be so externally focused on other people's potential opinions of us because we want to create that sense of safety and the goal is to actually create that sense of safety within ourselves to feel solid and good within ourselves regardless of what's happening around us because when we get to that place we're unstoppable we're free from all of it we're free from carrying the burden from feeling so worried for feeling so from feeling so bogged down from feeling so anxious right? So really understand where this is stemming from for you. Do you accept yourself? If not, why? What were the stories that you heard about yourself? If this is the first time that you're kind of like connecting these dots, I would totally encourage you to like write these questions down, like do some reflecting on it, like really feel into it because these are things that can unlock so, so much for you. And in my, in my view, I think that the first step to healing is just having awareness just starting to make these connections and have that self-awareness. It's huge. And if you really want to take this further with us and be held accountable for two weeks, then I invite you to join us inside of free. Like I said, you can join us via the link in the show notes. Otherwise, go to my website, sensitiveandsoulful.com forward slash the free HSP, because I would love to support you in this. I want you to feel comfortable and confident in your skin I don't want you to upper limit your happiness I want you to feel safe to feel joy I want you to feel safe to be yourself and it's truly truly possible I'm sending you so much love thank you so much for joining me if you like this podcast please be sure to rate subscribe and share it with a friend who might need it and I can't wait to chat with you next time sending you all the love talk soon